Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we bring you this podcast every week because we like to... Do serve this. ministries? Yeah, that's good. That's a good excuse. Well, we do. We do like to serve ministries. That's, that's what we're all about here. We're a tech company, but we're a tech company with a twist. Yes. And we work with churches and ministries exclusively, and we love to help them. That is true. And we have a, a topic for today. We do. It's a very timely topic. Well, at least for those of us living in Arizona, and I would think even... East Coast and different parts. I mean, why is that? Well, this is the time of year, at least in Arizona, where we have a lot of visitors. People start oh. coming to church. They're interested in coming. I mean, the school year started and uh, started a while back, but it started up. I thought you were going to. This is snowbird season, right? Well, it is snowbird season as well. Is that derogatory? Or Probably not? is. <laughs> I don't know. But everybody calls them snowbirds around here. And yeah, even snowbirds and it, call themselves snowbirds. Yes. They're those, they're our winter visitors. Is yeah, the, that's probably better. The better way to say it. So we have lots of winter visitors here because it's yeah. hot in the summer and it's cold everywhere else. And so yep. people come here for the winter. That's right. They do. And uh, But, you know, I think all over the place, I mean, you know, it's, it's the fall season. People are kind of getting back into things. And so 11 ways to increase your worship attendance. Some of this stuff you might want to pick up on, maybe re-take a look at. Uh, you're, you know, what you're doing as, as far as if you're a volunteer in leadership or a senior pastor, executive pastor, look at some of these things and see, hey, are we doing this? Maybe we need to revisit some of these topics. You know, that's what we're saying. All right. So we have 11. We have 11. 11 ways to yeah. increase your worship attendance. 11 ways. Let's go to it. Yes. Number one, welcome everyone. Number one, welcome. Now look, welcome everybody. Seems like a no-brainer, right? I have been to churches where... There just wasn't really any genuine appreciation. <laughs> of, and, and, and when we say, when at least when I say welcome, everybody, I don't mean stand up and introduce yourself and tell you how, tell us how much money you make. I mean, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> do you ask how much they money they make at your church? No, I'm saying we, you don't <laughs> do that. I mean, but I'm, I'm kind of embellishing there. But there are churches, and I'm sure probably well, some of them listening to this podcast. Yeah, a lot of times it's probably guilty of... Um, and we've we've been there is um, when you're a smaller church you know everybody and you tend to gravitate towards your little niche or click or whatever right. and even in larger churches you oh, do yeah. that Absolutely. And so you don't have this attitude of hmm, I've not seen that guy before I wonder if he's yeah. new or not I, I, I had to when I it's a church I'm working with part time been working with them for four years when I first came I hate to say this but they were not very good at this and and they were just they were really small and they were used to small but yeah so you you just want to you don't overdo it you don't make I would not make people stand up I made that statement earlier but I what I would say is you know if you can you see somebody walk over and shake their hand and you know different people give different vibes I mean there are some people you go up and say hi to them they're very friendly they want to know more about your church they want to know about what's going on and other people are like just leave me alone and so you need to kind of sense that and be sensitive to what they want and not push yourself and yet kind of make yourself available so to speak and anybody can do this i mean it doesn't have to be a leader 
you know, just anybody that's part of the church. Well, that's a good, it's a good sales tactic to mm-hmm. yeah. use your sales training of when to approach and help right. and when to back off yep. and let people exactly. do their own thing. And, All right. And what's nice too is if you happen to have welcome gifts for people, it can be very simple. Something for a welcome, you know, and maybe you can get them, you know, something coffee cup or you know something to give to somebody. That's always nice as well. Right. Okay. Number two. Engage to grow. What is that? That sounds kind of. It does, doesn't it? Kind of out there, kind of mysterious, kind of yeah. undefined. What do you mean by engage to grow? So you want to engage with new, as well as existing members, as often as possible, and especially following services. So I think you need to create some kind of space and time to personally meet and greet and talk to visitors and even older friends before and after services or after events. So so I guess, you know, like we have, uh, honestly, we have a little coffee set up, some snacks. We have actually people scheduled to bring snacks in. They're really quite good. And and there's a, there's times if, you know, I mean, we start at 10, and we do that at 10, but, but people, there's, there's refreshments that people can stand around for a few minutes before 10 o'clock and engage with people. And then afterwards, when the service is over, there's still there's there's space created. Right. So I remember actually the first time I was at the church I'm at now. I think it was that church. Anyway, they would um, they'd set up a special room, yeah. and for first time guests, they and you would go and meet with the pastor. Yeah, that could. I I don't like that. Yeah, it's a little but too formal or. Because you were like, ooh, you get the special pass to go meet with the pastor in well, the special room and have the special yeah, chairs and drinks and. I don't want to. I don't want to trash that idea because it might work for some right. people. But I, I, if I'm a new person, I'm not sure I want to go into a room. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, that's a little, just me. more intimidating. I think it is. So what we do, well, but they, and they make a point. They go, ooh, you're, you're a newcomer, well, so let could, me scurry you off to. I guess it depends on how you package it or how you present it. It, it could work. I, yeah. I guess it could I work. I've done it before with, our, with my yeah. family at some church. Yeah. It could. Uh, it, to me, it's a little intimidating if you're first time. But, but I, I think ideally, if, if you have enough space in your lobby and you've got something to, you know, some coffee out there, some snacks out there, either before or after right. or both. And, and then here's the, what's the most important thing, in my opinion is those of us involved in some type of leadership, you know, volunteer leadership, on staff, whatever, you know, if you're a leadership team person, a board member, you need to create space and time so that you have that you are available to newer people. And I have, you know, a part of what I do part-time is I'm I'm like an executive. I, I do a lot of administration. And I always have to shoo people away from me, regular members, right. who, who want uh, stuff, who will take up my time, and it could be handled later or, or earlier in the week or something, because what happens is they take up my time, and then I miss these newer people. Right. At, at our church, we do a thing that I think is very clever or whatever, but the, the senior pastor will do his message, and then after he's done, we'll have somebody that comes up and does ties and offerings, right. announcements, or whatever. Yeah. And they'll say, you know, and you're dismissed, and Pastor Jeff is on the patio yeah. as you leave the building, yeah. and he's out there set up to just, right. um, you know. To talk to people. To talk to people as yeah. they leave. Yeah. That's so, good. 
that's that's good. Uh, I think that's a very important thing. You know, I think uh, you know, and, and I'm usually in front, and so so I try to be available to people. But yeah, I, I think it comes down when it, when we talk about engage to grow, it, it's it's creating space for people, creating opportunities, and key people in your church need to be available to, to reach out to these people. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, this is consistent with the message that Zach, one of our former guests, had had about creating spaces yeah. for doing this sort of thing. So, yeah, that's true. All right. Number three in our list is make an impression. Make an impression. So, Would that probably be recommended to make a good impression? As opposed to uh, a disastrous yeah, impression, I guess why I should have said good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, make a, let's scratch that off there. Make a good impression. There's lots of impressions out there, but but a good one is that. And so, uh, I think again, this I think signage is a big part of this. You know, we talk a lot about websites here because we're a tech company and we do provide website templates and we talk about making your website look good and friendly. But I think signage is still valid out there. So if you have nice signs, clear signs, signs on the inside of the facility, signs on the outside, I'm talking stuff that looks nice, professionally done. Yes, you're probably going to have to spend some money, but I think it pays for itself. And I think a good sign that people can see from the road and, you know, if you've, uh, and again, we could get into this about well branding. landscaping and other things yeah, like that. Right? branding, logo. I mean, honestly, I you know, some people hate, some people that are involved in church don't like, well, we're not branding, we're a church. But, you know, I think if you put together a nice logo and signage, I think it speaks volumes to people who are visitors and people that drive by your church. And I think that that's important to have. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. And then number four, you kind of talked about this, but right. recognizing newcomers, and these are the people that are there for the first time. Right. Yeah, we're talking about ways to increase your attendance, and, and I think, uh, again, yeah, I, I kind of jumped the gun earlier, but I think if there's a way to openly express some appreciation, some gratitude that people are here today, and again, it's just it can be, and you don't have to necessarily point them out or put them on the spot. You know, one of the things we do, and I know a lot of churches do this as well, is that we just say, hey, if you're here for the first time today, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. We know it's not easy to just come to a church you've never been to before. So we're grateful that you came. We actually kind of do a thing, and this is a stat that I think you're familiar with, and that is if people come to a church three or four times, they're more likely to stay. And so we actually do a little thing at my church where we say, "Hey, we want to give you the three-week challenge," mm-hmm. and we kind of make a we kind of make we don't make it real serious, you know, but we we kind of make we kind of joke about it. We say, "You know what? If you come here three times, you cannot help but fall in love with us. You're gonna, be, you know." So we kind of uh, make a uh, kind of a joke about it, but we do encourage people to to come. And we recognize people in the sense generally recognizing them. Not, hey, I see you're new here. Yeah. You know, you, I'm not saying that. Back there, row three, blue yeah, suit, yeah. blue shirt, stand up. That is not, yeah, that's not what we do. But but we do, generally speaking, you know, if you're here for the first time, thank you for coming, and we appreciate the fact that you chose to come. So, anyhow, that's right. what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah I think that's important, too, to... Be able to recognize. I think most churches do do that. Some do, some don't. Huh. Just depends. All right, number five on our list is keep social media current. Keep your social media current. Uh, This is, you know, we've talked a lot about social media on these podcasts. It's, It's hard to do when you're volunteering, but you really need to 
work hard to try to update your website. You know, if you are using Facebook, you, if your church has a Facebook page, if you have a Twitter account, if you have Pinterest, you know, if you have whatever, you should really do your best to keep that, especially your Facebook page and your, your website. <laughs> yeah, I, there's many a website that, I mean, this applies to all your digital stuff. Yeah. You don't want to come to our Celebration Easter service and yeah. have that up in August and September. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's those kind of things. They, they Again, they communicate a message to people. Yeah, that I'm not taking care of things. Exactly. We don't care. <laughs> We're <laughs> yeah. not doing this. We don't care. And so, you know, all this stuff communicates something to to visitors or people possibly looking to come. Right. All right. Number six on our list here is for ways to, 11 ways to increase worship attendance. Number six, follow up. Now, look, there's all sorts of ideas about this. Uh, We we use the word uh, uh, simulation is a lot of times what we use, which is kind of a weird word or big word and people from star trek think it's you know something but but there's different ways to follow up with people and all i can say is find what works for you for your church and if you feel like it's working then just do it uh you know again uh timely friendly manner to visitors uh we have a connection card we encourage everybody in our church to fill out a connection card because there's places for prayer requests want to find out, you know, want to get involved in something you saw in the program. And we encourage people that are here for the first time, hey, fill out a connection card. Which is the the gateway to getting on the follow-up list. A lot of people will recognize that as well, right? Yeah, I think it's, you know, and again, we we have a deal where, you know, if they give us their email address, then we will send them an email, usually from the senior pastor saying, hey, thanks for coming, appreciate it. If you need any help or ask, have any questions, let us know. Uh, if they come a second time, uh, we'll send another email saying, "Hey, I'm glad you came second time, and you mm-hmm. know, thanks for coming. Don't forget about this is coming up, and love to see you." You know, and uh, theoretically, we do it three times if they if they show up three times and fill out. That's one way to do it. Uh, there's other ways to do it, and it's it's up it's up to the church to their style. I wouldn't just pile on them and just really put a lot of pressure on people, but I would at least let them know. Some people make phone calls. Uh, we've done a little bit of that in my church. Normally, there's not, you know, usually goes the voicemail, <laughs> which is the way it is today. You know, people just don't answer their phone if they don't know who you are. They don't know the number. But even if you do do a phone call, even leaving a voicemail is okay. Because you can say, hey, this is so-and-so from the church. Glad you came. Let us know if you have any questions. Love to see you again. Thanks. Goodbye. Mm. You know, so it, it's something you can certainly do. So, uh but I wouldn't bug them to death. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I'd do it once, and if they right. ever come back, I wouldn't keep hammering them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but the key is to follow up. Just follow they up. They showed up, follow up. So, yeah. number seven right. is listed as outreach and networking. Outreach and networking. So, so you're reaching out, and you network with existing members, and you want to kind of learn more about what they like about the church, what their needs are. You want to get feedback from your people. And, again, we do this once a year. We do a little survey once a year at our church. Just so you kind of tune the service? or Yeah, we, we just want to get their feedback. You know, right. what are you liking? What, what, you know, how can we be better at what we do? We try to, we try to package it to, to say, hey, you know, we're glad you're here. and We'd love to get your feedback. We want to, 
And we want to do it in a positive way. So we always say things like, how can we be better at what we do here? And let us know how we can do better, you know. Not so much like, hey, what do you hate about this place? Mm-hmm. We don't have that on the on, in the survey, but, you know. So I think it's you want to get information of the people that are coming, find out what you're doing well, and, you know, maybe continue to to move in that direction some. Uh, so online surveys, other traditional communication channels can work. Uh, it's just, and like I said, we do it once a year. So, All right. So this is kind of tied into the number what, six on our list is consistent communication. Yeah, it is. It's uh, number eight. So, yeah. And this is not only following up with the the new member or the new visitor, yeah. but this is just communicating with everybody that. Right. Uh, we have a we we use Mailchimp, which is you know a product I know you like. You're the one that turned me on to it. So we 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 format a nice little little newsletter, digital. Send it out, and we embed it on our website. We embed it on our uh, Church App Live app that we have. Uh, so we have a little electronic deal that people get in the mail, get in their email, and if they want to unsubscribe, they do. It's very simple, very easy to unsubscribe. Uh, and uh, you know, like I said, we we actually put it in different places as well. We, we don't just email it, but we right. we we actually embed it. There's code that you can drop in, and I, I think it's good. It, it keeps people up-to-date on, on upcoming events. It also gives them an opportunity to respond to the email, which they do. And, uh, you know, like I said, if they don't like it, they just unsubscribe. It's that simple. Uh, we've had people make mistakes and unsubscribe by mistake, and then I, I, somebody will come up to me and say, I don't get the newsletter anymore. Why not? And I go, I look in the, in the database, and I find out they unsubscribed, and I can't just put them back in. They have to put themselves back in. And so I usually go back and say, well, you unsubscribed. Ooh, didn't mean to do that. So then they can go back in and do it. So, again, it's constant communication. And electronically is, I think, one of the best ways to do it. All right. Or you could could send out a a letter, too, I guess. I don't know if Jeff still does that at your church or not, but he used to. Uh, We send out a quarterly thing to... Everyone that has contributed, they get right. a quarterly statement with a bunch of quarterly numbers. Here's what's going on this quarter, and here's that's what good. to look Yeah, for. that's good. Here's an upcoming series, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Yeah. I think that's a good so, thing. To as do. well as a Right, you, you, a guys a, you guys have a newsletter, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, so number nine, personal invitations. Well, as, as we know, you and I know, that nothing beats, uh, if you want to... You know, connect with people, with your business, or whatever it is you've got going, your church, your business. Nothing beats the personal, you know, uh, personal invitation from visitor from from your members, personal endorsements. You know, word of mouth is is a very good thing. You spend a lot of money on things, but what's more effective is word of mouth if you can do that. So, I think personally inviting visitors to you know attend your services or maybe events that you might be having during the week. Encourage your members to reach out to their friends, the family, the coworkers, you know, people they live next to, their neighbors. Uh, I think that's that's really good. And of course, as you and I have talked about, uh, if the church does streaming online, it's a great opportunity to invite people to watch online. Right. It's a good low barrier to entry to get yeah, people to absolutely. You know, it can but, be quite as brave as walking right. through the door oh, to yeah. attend a service online. So. Yeah. But personal invitations—that's number nine here, as you just said. That's the most, really most effective way 
to to increase your numbers to your worship services. So this is related. The next point is 10, which is learn to invite. Yeah. So uh, I, I know I did this when I was senior pastor of my church years ago. And I know I think Jeff has done this. Uh, but that is there's uh, we used to have a class that we think we garnished it from Rick Warren called Class 401, I think. And it was all about, if I remember right, it was all about kind of teaching people how to share their testimony, how to connect with people, how to invite people. Because normally, uh, you know, if you're in the evangelical realm, you have a testimony of how, you know, God changed your life. And what most people do is they go on way too long. (laughs) I mean, they just go on forever. And so even if somebody is mildly interested, you've lost them after, you know, five minutes or whatever. And so uh, I think that you know, for those interested, I think it's helpful to say, "Hey, look, uh, you want to invite people to this church? You like what we're doing here? Uh, you know, we got a little class here that can show you, give you some tips on not to over, not to be too oppressive or overbearing right. on people. And if you have a, you know, if you want to share your testimony, here's you know three things you should share in your testimony, and it shouldn't be more than three minutes. Yeah. I think in in the, the ones we talked about, it shouldn't be more than two minutes, or yeah. maybe even Plus, a minute." Another thing that may be related to this as well is just equipping the congregation to in, to invite. And right. I know at our church and a lot of churches, they'll hand out like business cards to give away to your friends right. and coworkers yeah. and that sort We've of done thing. That. So yeah. yeah, so you equip them, give them really easy ways for them to right. in turn invite others. Yeah, that's that's another way. And and uh, you know, Easter is a great opportunity. You know, you can print material like a little business card for Easter. Hey, our services are nine and ten thirty or whatever. Right. Christmas Christmas is coming up, so you know, Christmas Eve is what Sunday morning. It's a Sunday morning, which is driving me nuts because I don't know what to do. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a Sunday morning, and I don't know what to do because well, it's a Sunday evening, I assume. Well, but the day is. Christmas. Day, Christmas, Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas. <laughs> is a Sunday. Right. Wow. And so we're not sure what to do. We don't know. Should we do Sunday morning services or should we just do Sunday evening services uh, or should we do both? Or should, a lot of churches wrestling with that this year. It's coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. And we don't know what to do because it's like. You would think it comes up every seven years and we would have figured this out. but You'd think so. <laughs> But uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to do because, you know, everybody's used to going to church on Sunday morning. But this is like the 24th, and some people really enjoy a Christmas Eve service in the right. evening, which is what we always do. But do you do both? Do you do one or the other? Yeah, do I, I don't know. We're not sure. We, we're trying to figure it out with our leadership teams. Like, I don't know what to do, you know. And so I think we're going to probably skip the Sunday morning deal, which I'm, I'm sure there will be people, even though we publicize it and promote that we're not doing Sunday morning this on the 24th of December. We're going to do, you know, two services in at 4 o'clock and, you know, whatever in the afternoon. Uh, I, there's still going to be people, I'm sure, show up. You know, they always do. But that's the challenge. Is so how did you get onto this topic here? I got on it because, how did I get on it? Because inviting people. Oh, don't invite oh, tools. Them, don't invite to your church on yeah. On don't invite Eve. people to come to Sunday morning. I, I, I got a, I got on a tangent here. Sorry, 
but yeah, I mean, we were talking about material and promoting. Yeah, promoting yeah. you can material would be good for Christmas Eve. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, material That's would be good for Easter. Christmas is coming up. Yeah. You know, or some special event that you've got going on. You know, then you know if you had some material already printed, cards, little flyers. That's a great tool to give your members to invite their friends. Besides classes or besides tips on how to share your testimony or how to, right. I don't know. We're off track. Sorry. No. You just got a little tangled up with yeah. Christmas coming up. Well, it's bu- it's bugging me. I don't yeah. know what to do. All right. Number 11 on our top 11 ways to expand your ministry. Pray and be excellent. I don't know. I put them both in there because I thought it would be good. Uh, so, you know, I... I'm, I definitely believe in prayer, but I believe there's a lot of things we can do <laughs> to be successful, and I think both are, are good things. And I got uh, somebody quoted Vince Lombardi at one of my leadership team meetings last week, and Vince Lombardi, great football coach. Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. And so, my point here on this thing is, as we pray and as we work hard. To, to be excellent, look, nothing's perfect. There's going to be things go wrong. Things don't always look like we want. So we got to be careful we don't get into this perfection mode. And then usually if you're leading a certain department or a certain area of ministry and you're a perfectionist, you make your, your fellow team leaders or your fellow volunteers or whatever miserable. Oh, I could see that. Because, like, it's never good enough. And you don't want to get into that mode. But you do want to do things as best you can with excellence. And and then, you know, do the best you can. And then what, with what you've got, and God will provide. I just, that's the way I think about things. We do this with streaming video all the time. We have churches that start off with streaming video. They have one camera and a tripod. And it's somebody's camcorder. And of course, today some of the camcorders are pretty good. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're, some of the consumer camcorders are very good. And and you know what? If you want to do streaming video, this is just one case here. You can set it up and do it. And then as you work hard, and you know, adjust your lighting, and maybe get a little money in the budget. Maybe somebody gives some extra money to do more with with your tech team. You can grow and you can expand. And right. before you know it, you got three cameras, and and you're approaching excellence. You're, huh? Getting better and better at it, and good things are happening. So I don't know. That's just whatever. That's my take. <laughs> All right. So this is the 11 ways to increase your worship attendance. From well, uh, yeah. We, we'd love to get your – I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Uh, no, no. I was just uh, – that you were the man behind all of these. Well, I, I'd love to get your feedback. We would love to get your feedback. So just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our domains. Maybe you think we're out to lunch on this stuff. Maybe there's something you can add. I don't know. We'd love to hear from you. So support at streamingchurch.tv. There you have it. Sounds good. All right. Anything else? That's it. Okay. If we can help you with anything, that's why we are here. We love helping churches. His name is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson, and we are done. We hope that you have a great day, and thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. We will catch you next time. Take care.